0: Welcome to Signs from the Other Side with Fern Rone. I'm Fern Rone, and this is the place to share stories of signs and messages received from the other side. This year, I am doing IGTV episodes with friends, family, fellow authors, and podcasters, but I am dedicating this podcast, the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio to 9-11 families. On this 20th anniversary year, I am reserving this space for anyone in the 9-11 community who would like to share their story of signs thank you so much for listening. This episode, I am so grateful to Karen Wiley for sharing her stories of signs from her dad, Mark Rassweiler. I reached out to Karen after reading Bonnie McEnany's book, Messages, Signs, Visits, and Premonitions from Loved Ones Lost on 9-11. And it was an honor to learn about Mark, a wonderful person who cared about others and was a great listener. As Karen describes, a gentleman and a gentle man. Welcome, Karen. I connected with you because I read Bonnie McEnany's book, Messages, and you have a wonderful story about your dad. And I want to just understand what your dad was like. Like, I'm trying to get more information. And I know he bought a canoe, <laughs> didn't he? Buy a canoe when he was fishing with your
1: brother. He, he did. Um, he bought a canoe, but he was never really an outdoor person. So oh. it was kind of his way. Yeah, it was kind of his way to connect with my brother. My brother Aww. was Cub Scouts and. You know he was the youngest and the only boy in the family so you know my dad it was really important to him to connect with his children and in whatever way he could so that was that was their their thing that's so sweet yeah what was his personality like um he was soft like a really soft person um Mm. gentle like a gentle man like he was very gentle um he very kind. Um, I think the biggest thing that I remember at his memorial service was all of my friends from high school and just people that knew him grow while we were growing up. Saying that he was so welcoming of them and made an effort to get to know them and to kind of ask them about things in their life that were important to them and things that meant something to them. And that that was important to people to have that you know, to have kind of somebody, you know, that, that remembered those things about them that they shared with him. Um, that was something that he always made people feel important. And um, yeah. I think that's a really, a really good kind of overview of who he was. You know, yeah. of course, growing up, I've had his his stubbornness. So, you know, <laughs> he, he was definitely, you know, he had his, his moments, but he was definitely a, a very kind person, um, somebody who treated others, you know, with nothing but respect and always taught us growing up that, you know, you treat everybody the same. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've taken a lot of, you know, what he's taught me in life and carried it forward and try to try to do the same in my life and try to make people feel the same way. I obviously want to be more like him mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. and be remembered for those things. And yes. I mean, he was just, you know, somebody who, you know, really had an interest in what others had to say and what others, how others felt and. And it it was very important for him to make others feel good. For me, that's the important part of his legacy to carry on, the way that he made people feel. And I want to make people feel that way. And I want them to feel very welcome around me. And I feel like that's something that I took from him, that that I've been able to carry on and, and continue with his legacy.
0: Yes. I was going to say, as you were describing it, I was like, what a legacy to be remembered Mm. as someone who asked other people questions. It's so easy to, you know, you're in a conversation and you're just like talking, 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 but to be the person to listen and remember what people are saying and then to remember it, to ask them about it later. what What a legacy and what a, that's speaks to his character what a person absolutely and i I credit him and obviously
1: my mom they both raised us very much to um you know be be kind and be courteous of others feelings and to be empathetic and Mm -hmm. you know i feel like um those were some of their best traits that i've been able to kind of carry forward i loved your
0: story in bonnie's book i um but if you want to describe it but I will say um I have also smelt <laughs> loved ones and um in fact yesterday we walked into the elevator and I said to my husband I smell my grandfather it was his royal Copenhagen <laughs> cologne uh, and I don't know I, I if do anybody wears that. that anymore yeah I walked <laughs> in I was like I, uh, uh-huh. he's he's here um but you the way you described it like you know how people have a smell like even if it's not their clone like they yeah, smell exactly like themselves exactly
1: and you exactly and you experience that but if you could describe it i really love this story so this was oh gosh i guess about 2 months after 911 and i was having a really rough day i had started a new job um, one that i didn't particularly care for and i was coming out of work and at that time my mom had um, given me my dad's company car so that I could have something to drive. My my car wasn't working anymore and needed something reliable. When I got out of work, I had, had the car for a couple months. I mean, this is a few months after 9-11, but he hadn't been in the car recently. And I got out of work and I got in the car. And right as I opened the door and sat down, it was like I could smell him sitting there and it was like I had had the car for a few months like I said so my I feel like my kind of my scent had already taken over the car like Mm -hmm. anything that was of him had kind of you know dissipated at that point but it was so strong and it was this this comforting feeling that everything was going to be okay and it was just this wave of just calmness that just came and peace that came over me and it was it wasn't, it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before. So it was, yeah. it was pretty intense. Yeah. So,
0: it's so amazing yeah. because yeah, like you say, it's, you, you had had the car for over a month. It was right. like, and it didn't, it not like Yeah. Mm.
1: Right. And then it was, and then it was gone. Like as soon as that moment of peace and calmness came over me and I just kind of had this moment of clarity that everything was going to be Okay it was yes. like the smell just kind of dissipated it, it didn't it didn't like just disappear it just kind yeah. of slowly faded away yeah, yeah. and it, and of course at first i was like you know trying <laughs> to sniff it all back yeah. but 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 it was very peaceful it was it yes. was a very peaceful feeling yes mm-hmm. so. what a
0: visit what a visit that is because some people would yeah. say you know like oh of course it's going to smell like him it's his car but it's not like you opened the car for the first time and smelled him. You'd had it for a month. Right. And you were I had in that been driving moment. It. Yeah. And you were in that moment of just like, <sighs> I mean, I, my heart goes out to you because I'm This is sitting here thinking like this trauma happened, this tragedy, this shock. And then two months later you have to, you like have to start a job. You don't even like, like what a, what a time you were going through. Oh
1: my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a, a lot of, a lot of life changes happening at once. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. A lot. And and yeah, and he was
1: he was there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. also talked about the butterflies. I love that story oh. of um being on the beach with your two kids and and then I am reading that story and you mentioned that um it was your dad and your brother in law. And I'm I was sorry to read that you're like
1: your brother-in-law also passed Yes, yeah, and well, and and since then we've also lost my brother, so oh my the butterflies God. have become even more special um, to me.
0: Oh, wow. So, I'm so sorry. Thank I'm you. I'm so sorry.
1: So do you see yeah. them in threes? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. A lot of things in threes. Um, a lot of things in nature mm. that I see. Mm-hmm. A lot of different birds, like cardinals. Yeah, all the time. I uh-huh. see cardinals, yeah, yeah, so, definitely. And I've had some dreams. Um, um, I had yeah. a dream about my dad actually mm-hmm. years ago, and in the dream it was when I was pregnant with my first son. In the dream, he was in my. We were in my parents' kitchen growing up. And I came in and I saw him standing there. And in my dream, I knew that he had passed. And Mm -hmm. I asked him what he was doing there. And he kept saying, I'm coming home. And I kept saying, did mom tell you that I'm going to have a baby? And he just kept saying, I'm coming home. She told me I'm coming home.
0: And when (laughs) I woke up,
1: I was very upset. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, he wasn't going to be here to see me have a baby. But that was the week I went for my ultrasound. And I found out I was having a boy. I felt like... (laughs) It yeah. was some, his DNA was coming home. You know, yes. he was kind of kind of coming back in a different way. Yes, you know that that his DNA was continuing and that he wasn't gone. Exactly, so, the little things like that. And then, oh, um, amazing. I never dreamed of him after that. And then somebody told me that um, sometimes when you dream of them and they say stuff like that, that that's their way of kind of saying goodbye and then kind Mm -hmm. of moving to where they need to go so yeah
0: I don't know if I believe that (laughs) I feel like um, I feel like they're always here like you know like I feel like I I have access to that like everyone who's passed I feel like yes they're on the other side now and yeah um, and we're still here but I and I always say the best place for our loved ones to be is here like on earth alive but right remains that these things happen and they can still communicate with us they don't have a body to speak through but they can come to us in dreams or send user energy and I think they can come to and us signs. and stuff
1: too like yeah. when we when we see things that make us think of them I don't know or sometimes yes. like I'll be in the car in a song that reminds me of being a kid in the back of my parents car comes on and it's like a comforting song, you know, that reminds me of my parents, you know, and just being in the car with them, my dad driving. So, you know, it definitely, those kinds of things, um, you know, definitely.
0: Yeah. Like some, you know, someone might say, Oh, the, the song just happened to come on. And I say, no, like I, it's like falling in love. Like when you know a sign is for you, It's for you. Like you just
1: know, you feel it. Yeah. And when you don't pay attention, it keeps hitting you. (laughs) (laughs) It keeps coming into your line of vision. Right. It will not be ignored. (laughs) Right. You finally
0: acknowledge it. exactly yeah. I don't so in that exactly. dream I, I certainly don't think he was saying goodbye I think he was saying you're getting me more than ever you're yeah more than yeah. Ever. yeah I do I do
1: and and you know I had like I thought I had dreams of him so I kind of thought well maybe he was telling me everything mm-hmm. was going to be okay and then he was yeah. you know moving to where he needed to go but you know I, I do get these you know little things here and there that just kind of stop me you know like yeah. uh, like, like my like the like the car certain smells that will just kind of stop me in my tracks or certain songs on the radio that will come on exactly when I needed to hear that. Um, yeah. I don't know, certain, I was seeing like road signs, you know, that are, yes. you know, right when I'm thinking about something. And, you know, yes. my mom used to say that every time she'd look at the clock, it would be 9:11. Mm, you know, she looked to see yeah. what time it was. Yeah, yeah. And I find that too. A lot of times I'll look and I kind of, I get a little bit of a chill when I see it. You know, it's yeah. it kind of like, again, it just kind of stops me for a second, makes yeah. me a little bit back. I'll pick something up, you know, pick a stack of papers up and like a picture fall out,
0: oh, you know, and wow. I'll be like, whoa,
1: I haven't seen that picture in forever. Yeah. And, and, and it will be just random, random times. And it's like a picture I hadn't even known was even in that stack of papers. I thought it was in a box somewhere. Yeah. And just stuff oh, like that wow. that happens. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, but I'm open. I'm I'm looking for those signs. I'm looking for them. I'm, I'm open to them. And I think sometimes yeah. people don't always acknowledge them because they're not, they're not the clear signs that they're expecting they, that mm. some of them are, you know, a little more subtle. Like if you're thinking of that person, you might, you know, you'll, you'll see it. But if, you know, if you're not really paying attention, you might miss that. Yeah. So
0: I think exactly. being open
1: to being open to receiving those is, is important too. Yeah. And I know in the beginning, my mom had struggled that she wasn't feeling like she was getting any sign from him. And my sister and I kept saying, you have to be open. You have to be open mm-hmm. to it. You have to be open to accept it wherever it is, even if yes. you don't understand it.
0: And when you're open, I feel like when you shift your you know, thinking to let me be open to this, it'll make you not doubt yourself anymore so like if something if the song comes on and you're like you feel the feeling like this is for me I know this is not a coincidence this is a sign so yeah opening up exactly start to trust yourself more and 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 realize and get that feeling like this is a sign I know it exactly exactly
1: absolutely what do your kids know about your dad It took a few years for me to, to, you know, to tell them about what happened, obviously, because they're Mm -hmm. kids, but as the years have gone on, they know what happened, but they also know that he was like such an amazing person and, and that he would have been here with them fishing and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't his that was it <laughs> wasn't his wasn't his number one but he would have done it he would have done it spend time with his family. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whatever it entailed. Whatever yeah. activities it entailed. <laughs> Sometimes
0: when kids are young they say things that kind of like blow your mind. <laughs> were, were well the well,
1: of, well yeah. when they were little, um I had a few <laughs> I had some weird things happen with my oldest when he was born. He would kind of like look past me and giggle and I would always feel like like a like a really uh, familiar presence.
0: Mm. You know, kind of like <gasps> my
1: dad was there. Yeah, and um oh, wow. I had also had an incident with him with smell. Um another smell incident but this wasn't with my dad. This was an, um, an apple pie smell. My son and I were sitting and he went, Hmm, pie. And we both smelled it and there was no <laughs> apple pie. Um, oh, but, would it, would it, but ironically, his dad's mother had passed away some time ago. And I asked him about apple pie and he said, Oh yeah, my mom used to make apple pie all the time. <gasps> so I think that, you know, like I said, you are <sighs> open to those signs. Yeah. You know, but both my wow. son and I smelled it and, and he had made a, a comment that it smelled like apple pie. How and funny. we I wasn't baking anything. Nothing was right. cooking. You know, and there was no candles lit. There was no incense lit. It was just oh, a regular day. Amazing. So.
0: Such amazing mm-hmm. stories. I can't thank you enough. Thank you so oh, much. You're well, is there anything you would like to finish with, like to um just for people to remember your dad or when they hear his name? What do you want people to um, think of?
1: The thing that I've learned the most through all of this and the thing that I just want people to take forward is that tomorrow's not guaranteed. And just to love the people that are in your life today, I've loved the hard and just to i not to have any regrets and to, I don't know, live life to the fullest, you know, pay it forward, be kind, all that stuff. And, and I really mean it from the heart because, like I said, tomorrow is not promised and it could all be gone in an instant. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that we stress about and the stuff that we get upset about and that we focus on a lot of times isn't the stuff that's important. And I think just reminding everybody that, you know, take a take a deep breath, smell the roses, love your people, love them hard, because, you know, we don't know how much time we have. So I guess that's probably the, the biggest thing that I've had to perfect. do from all of this.
0: <laughs> yes, you know, that's perfect. That, you know. <laughs> I could cry because I have to tell you, so we're in the middle of moving, and it is so uh-huh. stressful, and I feel like I was meant to talk to you, and I was meant to hear this message, because
1: just before uh-huh.
0: this, I was talking to my husband. I'm like, I can't take it. Like, there's just so much to do, and there's so much to figure uh-huh. out, and it's so aggravating. And I was like, I'm just so stressed out. Um, but you're, but I feel like I was meant to hear that. Like, it'll all get done. It's not uh-huh. done. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all that matters is yeah, love your people hard. That's yeah, a great I mean that's all that matters in the
1: end, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. you know,
1: there's, you know, one of my favorite songs, one of the lyrics says, everything's right to just hold tight. I, mean, ah, I love that. Who sings it's, it? It's a fish song. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. And so, and it's, everything's right to just hold tight.
0: Oh, and, I and love it. And it's just,
1: it's true. You know, like, everything's going to be okay. Even when we think it's not, it's, it's still going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and I always think that, like, no matter how bad I think I have it, there's somebody that has it worse, mm-hmm. and like things could be so much worse, you know. And I try to try to keep that perspective as much as I can, and I I try to I try to instill that in the kids as much as I can too. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much for including me and for for remembering my dad and, and of for course. You, you know oh. keeping us all still, you know, in everybody's heart and. It means a lot. It means a lot to know that they haven't been forgotten, that we haven't been forgotten either.
0: Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about this podcast, visit the Instagram page at Signs from the Other Side Pod and the Facebook group called Believers in Signs. Just search Believers in Signs on Facebook and be sure to answer the three membership questions. Thank you again for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe in Apple Podcasts and share this episode with anyone who is also interested in these types of stories. I am Fern Rone and sweet dreams.